Nothing Sacred Podcast. Coming to you from the hammer, I am the hater. With me is Buttalicious Budman. Very Buttalicious today. I feel like my leaves are growing. It's been a good day. So, since we're uh, here in the hammer, Grey Cup, Hamilton versus Winnipeg. Go Cats. Go Cats. Let's start uh, today with In the News. It's in the news. It's in the news. Whether it's important or not, it's still in the news. It's in the f- news. This edition of In the News this week um, is kind of disturbing. Uh, I'm sure lots of people have heard of this story already, but I'm going to bring it up because it is blows my fucking mind. <laughs> wow. I don't even know where to start here. On uh, Friday morning around uh, 4 a.m. in Oshawa, uh, vehicles drove around this woman as she lay dying on the road after a hit and run. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you heard me. As a 36-year-old beloved member of a street community in Oshawa, Ontario, lay dying on the road after being struck by a car in a hit and run, police say several vehicles drove around the woman without stopping to help. That is called fucked up shit. This happened, she was riding a bicycle, by the way. This happened near Stevenson Road in Laval Drive, just north of Highway 401. And she was struck, they figure, around 4 a.m. at the time. You know, you expect shit like this to happen in fucking America. Seriously. In Canada. And the worst part is, this fucking person that hit this woman just kept right on driving. Yeah. Kept right on going. And other people that saw it happen ignored it. Fucking ignored it. And she lay there in the street fucking dying for several minutes until finally a good citizen came along, blocked the street with his car, forcing people to stop. Forcing people to stop to help this woman. What? Why do you have to force people to stop? That's fucked up. It's messed up. It's messed up. Like, I'm an asshole, but that's taking it to a whole new level. Please, with anyone with information about this crash, they are asked to call the Durham Regional Police Traffic Services Branch at 1-888-579-1520, extension 5217. And anonymous tips can be made through Crime Stoppers. If you saw this happen, how in the hell can you live with yourself By not reporting something. That you saw something. That could help the police bring this piece of shit. That hit her to justice. My god people. And just to add. To this story. This woman. She had just recently got an apartment. And she was getting her shit together. And she was getting off the street. Like imagine. Because I bike around a lot. Imagine if I got hit one morning. Do you think someone would stop here in Hamilton? I would sure as hell like to think so, but realistically, you know what? Probably depends on the fucking neighborhood you're in. 
like Burlington. That's a tough one because that's all basically Burlington industrial Street. traffic. I would like to still think that somebody would notice and stop, for God's sakes. I would like to think in Hamilton, people aren't that fucking ignorant. Or Concession Street on top of the mountain. The one that, like, lines the mountain there. That one at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, I guarantee you people just drive around you. Well, if they do, they're fucking assholes. So, I'm sure everybody heard by now, but it's worth repeating. Toronto Maple Leafs fired head coach Mike Babcock on Wednesday. Mike Babcock was replaced by Sheldon Keefe. What? On Thursday night, Keefe made his Maple Leaf debut with a 3-1 win over the Coyotes, snapping a six-game losing streak. All I'm going to say is this. What? This problem goes much further than Mike Babcock. I was just about to say, Mike Babcock just kind of stepped in, took the ruins, right? Yeah, brought them up. Yeah, and now they're just going to go back and he's and gone. Shitter. He's gone. Good job, Maple Leafs. Flyers rookie Morgan Frost has played his first two NHL games this week, and he has two goals and an assist. Frost is playing on the top line with Flyers captain Claude Giroux. Kid's really good. Really, really good. Tampa Bay Lightning captain Steven Stamkos re-aggravated a lower body injury on Thursday night versus the Chicago Blackhawks. There's no timeline for him to come back. That hurts the Lightning big time, who have already gotten off to a surprisingly slow start. Capitals forward Garnet Hathaway has been suspended three games for spitting on Ducks defenseman Eric Gabranson. The NHL announced on Wednesday. Gabranson. Gabranson, yeah. I'm sure everybody has seen that footage. I don't really need to get into what? any more detail on that. That's hardcore, but okay. The New Jersey Devils assigned netminder Corey Schneider to the AHL's Bingingham Devils after clearing waivers on Tuesday. That guy, I have a feeling it's going to be quite a while before we see him in the NHL again. The Bruins still lead the Atlantic Division 14-3-5 with 33 points. Washington leads the Metropolitan Division 16-4-4 with 36 points. Central Division leaders St. Louis Blues are holding the top position with a 14-4-5 record and 33 points. And the Oilers are still on top of the Pacific Division 14-7-3 with 31 points. Our current leaders as of this recording, points dry sight of the Oilers with 44. Pasternak of the Bruins Pasternak With uh, 20 goals uh, Assist leaders Carlson of the Capitals with 28 Carl Carlson uh, Plus minus leaders still Pajot of Pajot. the Sens with 17 Power play points leaders McDavid of the Oilers with 19 And faceoff Dvorak for the Coyotes, as a 62.7 face-off percentage, that's the best in the league right now. Goalies wins Bennington of the Blues with 11. Goals against average is Kemper of the Coyotes with a 1.93. He also owns best save percentage with a .935. Shots against Halibut of the Jets have faced 595 shots. Halibut. And for shutouts, there are five guys tied with two. That's it. For Hockey Talk this week, short, sweet, and to the point. It's, it's on the, the net. net. This is our new segment, 
about stupid things on the internet. And the first thing we're gonna touch on is live streaming video games or watching other people play video games online, such as Twitch and other streaming feeds. Stupid things such as Fortnite streaming, which, if you didn't know, has 123k views. That's fucking stupid. And on top of that, did you know 2.2 million daily broadcasts are broadcast from fucking Twitch. And you want to know what? There are 1.1 million fucking people watching them. That's fucking stupid. I'm done. It's now time for another edition of Common Sense or Lack of. You know it's lack of common sense for me at the moment? I have this beast figurine from the X-Men Blue Fuzzy Guy. By the way, I'm such a shitty fucking host. I should have fucking mentioned at the beginning of the program that uh, this week we're talking about superheroes. But we'll get into that shortly. We'll be geeking out soon. But anyways, I just wanted to... I don't know what to do with this guy. He's crazy posable, but he's really top-heavy. And yeah, anyways, I digress. It's time for common sense or lack of. First off, pretty straightforward. Following safety procedures and protocol at where you work. You know, most places we work, there's usually some kind of safety regulations and things like that. And I work in a place basically where, you know, safety is kind of important. And wow, do I see some dumbasses that just kiss that off like it's nothing until one day something really bad happens. So what I'm saying is, is... That shit is there for a reason. So, as Shia LaBeouf would say, just do it. Second, people who leave goddamn holiday decorations out way too long. You know that house you go by, that random fucking house? It's the middle of December, but for some reason, they still got their Halloween shit up. Or those annoying motherfuckers who just don't take their Christmas lights down and leave them on their goddamn house all year long. Ugh! Irks me, man. It's a pet peeve. Fuck, that's all I'm saying. Shit! You have been listening to another edition common sense or lack of or maybe we could call it what the fuck so that was common sense or lack of for this episode episode 10 i might add we've done 10 of these now it's very surprising that we haven't been taken down or pegged as rate well we have been pegged as racist on youtube fuck youtube we can't get in trouble for me saying that can we no okay good so i know you've all been waiting for it So here it comes. It's time for five fun facts about your pee. Five. Most people pee about seven times a day on average. Four. The average healthy pee stream should last for about seven seconds. Three. The average adult bladder can hold 300 to 500 milliliters of pee. That is enough to fill anywhere between seven and 11 shot glasses. Number being pregnant can also turn you into a peeing machine and number one you should definitely pee after sex 
especially if you have a vagina. Peeing flushes out potential infections caused by natural bacteria in the vagina that during sex can be pushed into the urethra toward the bladder that causes infection. It's just smart to pee after sex. Next episode, it will be five fun facts about cats. And now it's time for conversation with the tech man but man yeah 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 still fucking with this beast by the way sorry so i've had encounters downtown with <laughs> oh i bet with the homeless people since i've moved to hamilton and every time i encounter one of these people and they ask me for money i want to smash their face into the concrete if that Whoa. makes me a monster then so be it because half of them are wearing work clothes they're wearing reflective gear we saw somebody like that today did we not Yes, we did. Yeah. These same people supposedly can't go out and get a fucking job. There's a scam artist too downtown you gotta watch out yeah, for. The guys guy that make hash. a living at it. Yeah. Legit. Like, the first time Dirty. I ever really noticed that Hamilton had a problem was I came home, and at the time, I was living on Hess Street, so I got off at Jackson. By the time I hit Hess Street, I had seven homeless people ask me for money. Or smokes. <laughs> yeah. By the time I hit Hess Street, everybody has seen this bitch. She looks like she's got a herpes patch on the side of her face. Damn! Because she got fed into a dumpster for owing drug money or something like that. That's how the story goes out on the streets. But... She comes up, she's like, excuse me, sir, it's cold and I just need some food to eat. And I was like, okay, go and get a fucking job and work and get some money and maybe you can fucking eat. Get the fuck away from me, you herpy patch bitch. You know what I do to people like that when I have money? It throws them right off. But you sure get the hint pretty quick who's the real deal and who isn't. I won't give you money for food, but you know what? If there's an A&W right there, I'll go get you a burger. Why not? And if they take it, you know what? That's probably... Probably another another good way to, to do it is if you live in a place with cockroaches and you leave brownies out overnight. I've done this. You leave brownies out overnight that you freshly cooked. And you're like, shit, the cockroaches have probably gotten into that. You cut them up, put them in little Christmas baggies, and go give them to the homeless. You fucking monster. And then when everybody's like, oh, you're such a good person, you just giggle to yourself. Okay, what possessed you to do that in the first place? Just curious. I just didn't want to waste it. I just cooked them motherfucking brownies, man. I'm not going to eat them, but I know a homeless guy will. It's just extra protein to him. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to hell for laughing at that. That's all I have for In Conversation with Budman. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now I got to put in my two cents here. What, about the cockroach brownies? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm past that now, thanks. The homeless problem. First off, the homeless problem in Hamilton is very fucking deceiving because there are no con artists that make a living out of it. Plus, there's people they go to work and then just on the side, you know what? I want a little extra crack change. I'm just gonna go sit in the corner and ask for fucking money. And then there are those poor bastards that actually are homeless. Even then, though, let me be straight here. Even those people that are truly homeless, you have to remember some of them actually like it that way there's a reason they're homeless i know it's fucked up it's just like dogs living with cats and getting along but it's true it's fucked up that's just like the tracks all along um burlington street yeah yeah that's where they all live and on the mountain on the side of the mountain in the fucking woods it's fucked up man yeah 
But it's very deceiving the homeless picture in this city because it's, I well, don't know, man. It's we'll have up. to bleep this, but I used to work at National and they were always telling me that I had to lock up my bike because we were right on the train tracks. Yeah, the bums. And if you worked at night, your bike was like 9 out of 10 probably going to get stolen. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. But that's all I got. And you know the fucked up part? There isn't enough homeless shelters in the city to actually make some of these people want to fucking get off the street but again though like i said a lot of them ladies and gentlemen just don't want to get off the fucking street let's put it this way so it's fucked up i'm gonna say it okay Say it, man. I don't know if you were thinking it, but... Maybe, but if whatever, say If you're a homeless woman in Hamilton, you're fine. I'm sorry, there are literally women shelters, and then there's homeless shelters. This is true. And then there's those women protection shelters. I'm sorry, don't say you can't get a roof over your head. Either that or open your for a night, I don't know. Is that horrible? We'll probably bleep that, but maybe not. Probably. I don't know. I don't know how you deal with it. I'm not a politician. I'm not a fucking... You know, I'm not on city council. I'm not fucking that smart. All I know is what I see, man. And it's it's a little fucked up in this city. Like, it's just... I don't know, man. I don't know. It's so... It, in some respects, for me, in my mind, it is so hard to, got, to make an effort to help these fucking people. Oh, yeah. Because you don't know in the back of your mind, seriously, if you're getting conned or... If they're just going to take that change. And go into the fucking liquor store or to yeah. the dealer's house. like. And hey, speaking of that, I was at Jackson one day and I literally saw that happen. This guy was panhandling. I watched him count his fucking change in his hat. And what's he do? He goes in and gets a goddamn Mickey. Yep. Like, I don't know. Like, how do you help a motherfucker like that? Well, there's also people that'll act like they're travelers. Oh, yes. A lot of them. Go, you know what? Just go down to the GO station or go to the Applebee fucking uh, train station there where you pick up the train to go to oh, T.O. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're everywhere, man. They're everywhere. The right time of day they're or the moon is full. And they're from different places in the country. Or they're not even from this country. And then that same person will come back fucking 20 minutes later. Oh, can you spare money? I'm from fucking another country. That's completely different from the first country I just told you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, there's there's plenty of them. Like, there was a whole article in Toronto about it. There was a lady that literally was panhandling, and then she would stop panhandling, put on, like, $300 pair of shoes, get into her fucking Rolls Royce fucking car, and roll away. That, we will have to bleep this, but that is a cunt. This isn't America. Cunt is acceptable. In Canada, in every other country but America. Well, okay, well, she's a big fucking cunt. Obviously, if you're going to be only, a piece of shit and do something like that, come on. The only word that Spotify will not let us use is We were definitely bleeping that. Definitely bleeping that. And that's all! Top 10! So, this is our new segment, Top 10. Basically, every episode, I'm going to find a subject matter and do my own personal Top 10 list. Agree with it, don't agree with it, whatever. It's all a matter of opinion. If you don't like it, you know what? And you think that maybe on a certain list, there should have been something that wasn't there? Go on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and our website at www nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com it's an easy site simple to get to perfect 
There you go. To go along with our topic this week of Superheroes Revisited. I'm going to start the very first top 10 with the top 10 Batman villains. It's going to be some real shit. So, let's start with number 10. The Ventriloquist. The Ventriloquist and his little dummy Scarface. What makes these guys really scary, well, guy, is the ventriloquist walks around with a dummy dressed like a gangster who he thinks is calling the shots, but obviously he's not. Or is he? I don't know. It's all so confusing. It's so confusing because is he? Or is it really two guys? Because you could swear in some of the animated series he's walking by himself. Talking by himself. It's weird. It's fucked up. Number nine. The Riddler. The most self-defeating villain ever. Why does he make my list? I'll tell you why he makes my list. Even though he begs to get caught. I'm basing him on this list on pure intelligence alone. There aren't too many rogues in his gallery that has the intelligence level of the Riddler. Let's not forget, in the Hush storyline, the Riddler finally deduced who Batman really was. Or is. Or is he? Ah, the big Batman question. Which is the mask? Batman or Bruce Wayne? Anyways, that's for another subject, probably which we'll mention shortly. Number 8! Poison Ivy. This one is kind of a no-brainer. She would be in my top 10. Look, the bitch can control plants and shit and can fuck you up. And she's batshit crazy. Speaking of batshit crazy. Number seven. A little known character named Cornelia Sturk. This guy is so fucked up that at one point the Joker even looked at him and said, Dude, you are way too fucked up even for me. No joke. You know you're fucked up when. Basically, Cornelia Sturk suffered from a disorder that allowed him to project images from other people's minds. As an example, a child might see Santa Claus. And this guy, children, men, women, didn't matter. What he'd do is he'd abduct them, basically torture them, try to get the most fear out of them that he possibly can, because he believes that's where his pheromones come from. And then, I shit you not, while they're still alive, he cuts open their chest, rips their heart out, and eats it. Yes, even the Joker said this guy went too far. Number six. Hush. If you know Hush at all, the character, it's, you know, the story, it basically goes that uh, Thomas Elliot, who is Hush, he was born not exactly right, if you know what I'm saying. Came from a wealthy family. He kills his family, gets their inheritance when he's young. He goes off, becomes a big badass, Holds a grudge against Bruce Wayne. Figures out Bruce Wayne is Batman. Comes back. Basically six on him fucking, you know, all the main badasses in his rogues gallery just to fuck him up. So Hush is a pretty badass motherfucker. Number five. Two-Face. Harvey Dent. Everybody's seen the Nolan Brothers movie. That's pretty much the character in a nutshell. Actually, this character probably... The best origin story and portrayal of this character was in Batman the Animated Series. Number four. Scarecrow. Jonathan Crane. Guy's fucked up. I don't know what to tell you. He loves fear, does whatever it takes to invoke fear, and he loves mind games. 
Number three, Catwoman. Catwoman has been an on-again, off-again love interest and has been an ally. But back in the day, she was the first reoccurring costume villain Batman ever had. She's been around a long time and she was considered a villain for a long time. I know she's a favorite of the fanboys, especially when she's drawn right. Yes, I said it. Number two. Rachel Ghoul, the demon's head. Everybody pretty much knows his story by now, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, Mr. Eco-Terrorist himself. Before I unveil number one, and we're all pretty much certain we all know who number one is, I wanted to make some dishonorable mentions. Some villains that almost made this list. The Penguin, Professor Pig, KG Beast, Maxi Zeus, Anarchy, Bane, Killer Croc, and Harley Quinn. Wait, wait, just wait one second. Why Professor Pig? Because he's a freak show. And he is a... And basically, he is the epitome of all the nasty, dirty, ugly shit that Batman fights against. Kind of like Cornelius Sturk and Joker, right? That's why I had him on that list. And he's pretty fucked up. Like, you're pretty twisted. Speaking of twisted, the Mad Hatter almost made that list too. So there's one extra... Dishonorable mention. That's extra content. Again, this podcast, we did it last episode too. We're so giving. Number one. Obviously, the Joker. I really don't need to explain this, I hope. Because if I do, are you a newborn infant? Because you would have to be not to know. Basically, the gist of this. But for sure, the Joker is number one. Just give your favorite Joker horror story. Mine personally? Yeah. Well, I got a few favorite storylines involving the Joker. Actually, the very first comic Batman comic book I picked up was the Joker's Five-Way Revenge. And yeah, needless to say, that's obviously one of my favorites because that was really the first Batman story that I picked up, actually read, and comprehended at the end of the day actually what was going on. I must have only been like six years old. Ah, the memories. But probably... Another one right up there is when he killed Commissioner Gordon's second wife, Sarah, because she was trying to save a baby, and he used the baby to basically kill her. You should check it out. No Man Land storyline. Damn. Pretty fucked up. Of course, obviously, in the New 52, there's him cutting his face off and using it like a mask. I mean, you gotta be pretty seriously fucked up to do that in the first place. I have such a weird relationship, too. It's like Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty, kind of. Oh, yeah. You can't have one without the other. And they're very similar to each other. Let's face it, folks. Just to wrap this up, but let's face it. To truly understand the Batman character, the only difference between him and the villains at the end of the day is he has a few extra morals going for him. But really, he's he's pretty fucking Looney Tune, too, if you think about it. I mean, anybody that dresses up like that guy, you know, goes from rooftop to rooftop and beating the fucking shit out of criminals on a nightly basis in a battle that he knows he can't win at the end of the day, fascinating shit. That's what fascinates me the most about Batman is the whole psychology of his world. But that's a great segue into Superheroes Revisited. So, 
I just want to add that in the background of that superheroes revisited, that is the classic Superman theme, Christopher Reeve, God rest his soul. I just wanted to uh, get that out there, a little recognition. So, we're here with our fucking intern. He's shown back up, that's right, Pete fucking Jones. How's it going, Pete? Oh, not too bad. I'm uh, here to talk about some superheroes today. Damn right. Fucking A. So, get out of your system now. The top ten. Let's hear it. What's your, okay, what's your top ten well, Batman villains? I don't know if I can go through my top ten. Well, why can't you? Because I'm fucking pretty high. I've been. Oh, well, I'm high too. Holiday. What's your point? We're always We're high when we work. do this shit. You know, my actual job is my day off. Oh. But, right? But, Muffins. Uh, no, I feel like Jarvis Tetch should have been in there instead of uh, who? an honorable match. Who, who are you going to take out of that list then? I don't know, man, but, like, Jarvis Tatch is a far... Well, he's far, fucked he's up. A sick, twisted individual, man. He uses mind control to abduct children. He's literally a pedophile. He puts children into a mind game. Like, he literally puts them into, like, a Mad Hatter simulation and uses them, like, fucking puppets to attack that. That's fucked Pig up. Pig kind of does the same thing, though. Which, at the yeah. same time, I didn't know that when we did that what? recording. That Professor Pig fucking, like, made the children that he fucked up like oh, yeah. mindless drones oh yeah that guy's fucked up i didn't know that when we Just did that recording too so now i know why he was an honorable mention there's a lot of villains like that actually in batman drove that like that's what's king. so great about him though the sewer king he oh yeah orphan children yeah 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 raises them in the sewer to teaches them how to thieve and everything above ground and shit the rat catcher yeah the rat catcher that guy's a little fucking bizarre too i don't even remember what the rat catcher demented looks like sewer fucking yeah. demented sewer guy he fucking worked for the city and he went crazy and decided wow. to live in the sewers and do some fucked up shit crazy though that's fucked up batman had some sick fucks i do agree that riddler should be in there like he's a totally as much as everyone ridiculous. hates him from the video games ridiculous he looks stupid he is entire concept stupid sure he's intelligent as fuck he challenges batman's intellect but like the whole concept of him is fucking retarded i just want to say during the video games the arkham games yeah i want to fuck kill him the whole time like i wish they put him at so like you finish all the trophies and instead of just getting like an achievement on your no you get to beat the shit out of him which it led you to where he was and you just gotta pummel in one of the games you actually do get to beat the shit out of him but it's like in a machine you get to beat the shit out of him through a machine see another honorable mention i wanted to throw in but i didn't but i could have was black mask i love that character too that guy is yeah black that guy's batshit crazy but he's and scary looking he has one of the best lines in freaking uh batman under the red hood there when he's yelling about how he wants uh, Red Hood's head on his wall. Oh, yeah, and he's like, right. yeah, when I mean dead, I, yeah. mean, I mean head on. head on my fucking wall, dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he didn't have the fucking in there. Yeah, but... yeah, but you know what I mean. I'm sure Budman can find a clip. I want this man dead. When I say dead, I mean seriously dead. Beaten. Broken. His head mounted on my wall, kinda dead! That's the thing about Batman, though. Like the And I might add, I did not include Deathstroke on that list because I'm viewing it as a fanboy of comic books. Deathstroke is a titan villain. When there's trouble, you know who to call. First and foremost. 
Or just a Robin villain. Yeah, technically speaking, he's a Titans villain. He is a Titan villain by origin. But. There is no but. But the Titans have always been led by a Robin, though, so therefore, in extension, he's kind of would be... No, if anything, he's a Robin villain. That's why, yeah, but Robin is an extension of Batman, right? Like, that's why Deathstroke is constantly... Okay, my pubic hair is an extension of my dick. What's your point? Plus, like, who... No one really challenges Deathstroke besides Batman to say... Uh, What? You know... Yeah, like... The whole Justice League has challenged him at one yeah, point. Yeah, you know what? He's taking them all out. That's like a full story Yeah, because he kicks fucking ass. One character. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Batman will actually fuck him up. That's what I'm saying. You either want to check out, like, Deathstroke? Check out season two of the Titans. I haven't watched that. How is up it? Up front and fucking in your face. Yeah. Or even Arrow. Yeah, it's pretty good interpretation. Arrow. I, like, yeah. I actually just watched them recently. Yeah. It's like the second or third season. Or I think it's the second season they introduce them through like quite a bit. But I think it's like the, the uh, third season where... Yeah, yeah, where shit really goes down. and He gets fucking real. They modify his origin and everything a little bit just for the show and the universe. But it still makes sense. And how they did it is pretty good. And the guy who plays, like, I don't know his name. I wish I did. But the guy who plays Deathstroke in that, fucking flawless. Like, flawless. The guy in Titans is pretty good, too. Yeah. He looks like Deathstroke in Titans, for sure. And you know what I like about that, too? They stayed pretty close to his origins in the Titan TV show. I love his armor in that show. It's fucking awesome. They did Jericho's pretty good too. I don't we know follow them on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've Instagram been, and shit. I've been, I've been watching it. When I go to bed at night, I've been sitting there and I watch one or two before I pass out. Yeah, I'm trying to keep up to date. So I've been slowly getting caught up. What I uh, watch them on, you know, hasn't been updating. You know, I have to say, out of the new crop of DC shows, I have to say, man, like, from their streaming site, they got it going on, man. Swamp Thing is an amazing fucking show. Oh, yeah, it is. It's incredible. If you haven't before, seen it's it, it's definitely a good show. If you haven't seen Swamp yeah. Thing, you're nuts. You really need to see that. Doom Patrol? I fucking love Doom Patrol. Go Robot Man. Robot Man? The chick that plays Crazy Jane? Oh, she's a oh my. Actress, man. Wow, she's awesome. That, way. that is such a great show. Look, amazing. look. Any show where they get shit out of a fucking... What was it? A goat? A donkey. A donkey, yeah. Yeah, yeah they got shit like, out of a donkey's ass. I like how they break the fourth wall with the narrator. They use the narrator oh, as a bad guy. That dude, know? Mr. Nobody Else yeah. Plays the Doctor in Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, that another, guy is amazing. Another phenomenal actor. Amazing. DC's got their casting right. I wish they'd do better with their movies. Oh, yeah. Movies, well, yeah. They drop the ball. But Titans is good. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm looking Swamp forward to whatever they I come watch, out with next. I watch all the Arrowverse. So like, on that gosh, streaming site. All that shit, right? Well, we're going to get into that. Like, Don't it's worry. It's all great. It's all Don't great. worry. You're my resident expert on that kind of... Does that mean yeah. you watch that Supergirl? Yeah, I do watch Supergirl. And you know what? It's pretty good. I'm uh, John Jones is in it. Martian Manhunter. Yeah, I, I know John Jones. Their whole world has aliens living there and everything it's nice to see john jones on the screen that have happened and shit to that universe they i originally started watching it because i didn't really watch it to begin with but they had the crossovers between all the shows so that's why i started watching supergirl well talk about crossovers crisis and infinite well it helps that she's hot right of course just like reading comic books when you have a crossover in a comic book that's where they get you you have to go back and then you have to read fucking read through the other comic book that it's crossed over through so that way you know what's going on in that story so that way when it crosses over you know what's going on in 
fucking the dialogue and shit. So, like, I ended up having to watch Supergirl in order to know what was going on in the first crossover there. I think it was against the, what was it, the Dominators or something like that. It, it was a big alien or whatever, I don't know. But they needed Supergirl, she came over and they all kicked ass. I just find it's really cliche. No, no. Really? I've only watched I've only watched the uh first second season. Just the effects and shit. Yeah, I will agree, like some of the effects could be better, but at the same time It's T V too though, man. Yeah, it's it's only gonna be so good. I will say it's like Flash and Arrow are are filmed like way better. Way better quality and shit than Supergirl is. But Supergirl also has a lot of CGI in it, a lot more of that shit in it because it has aliens in it. It has technology and shit that's supposed to be futuristic and alien influenced right it has fucking supergo flying through the sky in almost every other scene so this shit costs money it's gonna be obviously more expensive so they're gonna make it shittier looking but at the same time you get kind of caught up in the story in it and it's good like there are chick flick moments in it you know where they're sitting on the couch or and her sister and they're talking shit about emotions and crap but it's like girl shit pulling this so uh it's a good show you know what was good too and they were, I thought like they were really coming on too until Disney fucked that shit up was uh, Daredevil Punisher Jessica Jones oh, Luke yeah. Cage Iron Fist well, Iron man, Fist was getting actually, out of control man they were great shows and Netflix had it going on man I actually have a theory Right, because I heard a rumor, and I haven't done too much research about it because I heard it quite recently. I heard a rumor that Daredevil is supposed to be entering the cinematic universe. Get this, okay? So, Disney pulled everything off of Netflix, okay? Disney also bought out Nickelodeons, from my understanding. Again, I haven't actually checked any of this. Somebody else told me this. But I guess they also bought out Nickelodeons. That's why they're able to reboot the Clone Wars and shit like that, right? So, because of that, they pull everything off of Netflix because they're having problems. That cripples Netflix because that's... There goes Daredevil. There goes all the Disney movies for Marvel. There goes right. all the Disney cartoons on the Cartoon Child part of fucking Netflix. And all the Nickelodeon shows. Motherfucker. Right? All that crap's pulled off Netflix. So now... Netflix- Disney's evil! Evil corporation. Fuck Mickey Mouse. Fucking evil. One Seriously. One corporations that put Fuck Mickey Mouse on Earth. But, okay, so now, Netflix. Netflix is crippled. The streaming site that started it all is now crippled, okay? Disney, with all their fucking money and assholeness, just like they bought up everything else, right? They have their streaming site coming out, right? Just like everybody else is trying to pull out there. So they have the grand idea to monopolize the market, right? So there's talk about them buying Netflix. That's bullshit. Right? And adding it to their streaming site. So that way, you purchase their streaming site you subscribe to it and you'll be able to choose from like netflix fucking their cartoon streaming site their marvel streaming site all that shit in one fucking place that's what they want to do and they want to charge like so much money oh yeah i bet instead of you fucking subscribing to like five of these things just to watch everything you want in theory it sounds good but how much are they going to charge here's the catch a how much are they going to charge you and b it's fucking disney so you know if they take Netflix, they're gonna fucking restrict some of the shit. They're not gonna put any crap on there, or it'll be garbage. It'll just be all Disney. Look at how it destroyed Star Wars. Oh, it fucking destroyed Star Wars. Absolutely destroyed it, man. Like, thank God when Stan Lee sold Marvel to them, he made it so they could not touch the fucking comic book. Oh, they, he had a ton of stipulations over, was reported in over. that deal. Yeah. God rest his soul, Stan the man. Yeah, man. We'll get into him. 
shortly and the marvel end of things because i i i did primarily when i was a kid this is how it went i discovered batman got into his world and probably about a year into that i finally picked up my first marvel book i don't remember the exact number but i do remember it was an amazing spider-man and i started to read that and i was like whoa wait a minute Spider-Man? What else does Marvel have going on? And then next thing you know, I was a Marvel boy for most of my childhood, for sure. I didn't mind DC, but I was all about Marvel. Because Stan was the guy that kept me coming back because... He has some crazy-ass characters. But again, we'll get into that as we go along here. But my personal history. And then, I kind of... I I started to get more in the 80s, mid-80s or so. I kind of really came back to Batman. So then, kind of the DC Universe started to open up for me a little bit more. Because he was so involved in everybody else's shit as well. And then, you know, by the end of the 80s, early 90s... You were around for the comic book code. How was that? I'll get to that. Everything fell apart. And then comic books, everything had to have a gimmick and everything cost $10 a book. And you had to get five of the same book because it made a big picture and it was blah, 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 blah. There was always some kind of gimmick. It got to the point, man, where I just gave up. I refused to pay $10 because a comic book has a goddamn foil on it. And Marvel was the main fucking guys that did this shit all the time. So, ironically, the guy who brought me in kind of chased me away when all was said and done. But then... But then we fast forward an ass load of years to the new 52 when that was introduced. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go back to comics for a bit. And I did until the new 52. They decided to fuck that up in typical DC fashion. But anyways, again, that's another story for probably later on in the podcast. And then I just started getting into toys. Toys beautiful toys uh by the way the studio that we're in my toy room if you will we're going to be putting pictures online uh we're recording right now it's saturday by the way so tomorrow in my reality right now if you will uh tomorrow we'll be putting up pictures when we put out this episode of the toy room and then you will see what i mean when i say toy room what's that on facebook and this is a glorious room yeah There'll be some good pictures of it online. On Facebook, apparently. Our Facebook page. Yeah, I took some pictures. I might retake it. Yeah, Pete Jones took these pictures, by the way. Yeah, there was some lighting issues, so I might retake a couple of them. But there's a lot of stuff in this room to take pictures of. Like, I tried to get some stuff up close, full wall stuff. Uh, I took a full picture of the shrine that is behind me at the current... That would be my Batman shrine. Yeah. Like this room, it's a small room, but it's wall-to-wall, ceiling, everything. It's it's covered. It's glorious. Oh, it's beautiful. Now, you're right, though. Going back to earlier what you said about DC and their movies. Oh, oh terrible. Yeah. They're not even sticking to their own characters. That's the worst part. Origin. And their own character stories. They're not sticking to it. And, like, I've said it before. I'm pretty sure I've said it before on here, actually. Like, Harley Quinn. What they're doing with her sickens oh. me. It literally sickens oh, me. Ten cent prostitute. Yeah. That's basically yeah, like the gesture. Yep. And she's an amazing character. Sure, she came into the world in a weird way. Like, she wasn't supposed to be permanent. No, it was way. perfect the way you she know? came in like, through Batman the Animated yeah, Series. She it was perfect. Off Joker. She branched off Joker to the Sirens. 
You know? Yeah, this is a character that came out of the animated yeah, series worked, into the comics. She worked with the Justice League at one point. Fuck, she's worked with Batman multiple times. Well, Joker's been in Arkham on certain projects. Of course, they're like under fucking certain circumstances too, obviously. But point is, she's a chameleon. She's an amazing character. And she's funny as fuck. You know, like just to use her as eye candy in a live action movie is bullshit. That they, Suicide they Squad was terrible. A fucking hammer. They gave her a baseball bat, and that pissed me off. Terrible. They should have gave her the hammer with the fucking like drum-looking, you know, flat ends on either yeah. side of it. You know, the carnival hammer with the red stripe on it. Oh yeah. Well, uh, Birds of Prey. I've seen pictures of. Oh, the here we go. With uh, you know, Kathy. I haven't even seen anything on Birds. Like of Prey. she's she's the one producing it, but I've seen pictures of the trailer and it looks like she has the hammer but it's got like a smiley face on it i'm satisfied for that as long as she has a big ass fucking hammer she's still gonna be portrayed she'll still be portrayed as a slut i know that but like there's certain things about harley though like that are just fantastic and they need to do it properly like even if you portray her as like this hot kinky fucking slut you might as well because basically she is she is a hot kinky fucking slut she fell in love with the joker because she's psychotic he's a fucking psychotic and even in some of the animated episodes, yeah, she she acts like a kinky fuck. The point is, though, she's more than just fucking eye candy, you know? They didn't do Killer Croc any justice either. No, no, they didn't. They made no. him swim through a sewer. That was it. And don't get me started on Jared know. Leto's performances, honestly, like, if you want to call that a joker. I don't even know why he was in the sewer, honestly, Killer Croc. Like, I, totally I don't forget get it. why they got him to... Fucking swim the sewer, but that was the only thing. I Will had. Smith couldn't save that movie, no, man. Nobody could save movie. that movie. You know? Nobody. And even he couldn't save it. And he's a phenomenal actor. Like, it's sad when the best part of that movie is Ben Affleck's thirty second cameo as yeah. Batman. I don't like Swear him to as God. Batman. Well, you don't have to worry about it anymore. I know you like him as Batman? I Not really. He makes he makes an alright Bruce Wayne. But he sucks balls at Batman. Depends what version of Batman you're looking at. Because there's many different versions. Well, like, okay, here it comes. Like, what you, are you, you talking versions of Batman? No, here it comes. I'm talking about fucking Batman. What he has built up. You know what? You're going to tell Batman. me? You're going to tell me Ben like, Affleck is a worse idea like, than Twilight Boy? Back. No. No, I'm not telling. Well, honestly, I haven't seen him as Batman yet. I've seen pictures. Guy. He's not. I'm a fair guy. I'll give him a oh. chance. But you know what? I'm not. I'm not high in like high expectations. I watched Twilight. He made that Dracula gay. That shit was garbage. Yeah, Dracula was bullshit. I will admit I haven't seen much of his fucking acting, but I don't like his acting too much. Like quite honestly. Turn vampires into a joke. He looks. He a joke. doesn't really look like Bruce Wayne, in my opinion. Like, he has oh. a jaw structure, but you can clearly tell. Like, that guy looks like he's fucking British. Batman sparkles, <laughs> and so does Bruce you Wayne. They're like, the same person. I don't know. I'm a fair guy. I guess he could portray a young Bruce Wayne, you know, early uh. on Batman. But it's like, dude, they need to recast this shit. Like, whoever is throwing these this shit out has a bad taste in movies. They have a bad taste in casting, and they need to rethink. Do you know who I would have had? They need to scrap all their shit. And they need to get the guys that are doing the Marvel movies. Fuck. Just get the guys that are doing your TV shows to come on and do your fucking movies. Pay them extra. No, get Patty Jenkins, the woman that that directed fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah. She made a fantastic movie. 
She made a fucking great movie. Even Aquaman is like, all right, for an Aquaman movie, it's pretty good. And Black Manta was cool, cool, but not enough of them. They should have did more with Black Manta. Wasn't nearly enough Black Manta. Love that big-headed bastard. Yeah, that's it, right? They should have done more with Black Manta, I will admit that. You know, but like, for what they could do with Aquaman, and like, even Ocean Master, they did him pretty good in that movie. Captain's cruelty for a character that is like Deathstroke. In order to put him on a live-action film... You need to have it, like, rated R. Like, that guy took Aquaman's infant child and threw it in the trench. And if you've watched Aquaman, the trench is the deep, dark, fucking scary part with all those crazy motherfucking-looking guys in it. You know? That, the or, like, weird piranha type yeah. like, fuckers. The that, that were jumping on the boat with the fins on their arms, like, chasing them with when they had the flare in their hand. Like, the scary dudes. Ocean Master took an infant and was like, hey, it's dinner time, guys. Here's his baby. <laughs> Bye. Laughed it off and walked away because Aquaman pissed him off. That's exactly what happened. That's hardcore. That, that is, is hardcore. He's the coldest motherfucker in the entire DC <clears throat> universe, in my opinion. Like, that's hardcore. To laugh after killing an infant child. That's like me walking up, kicking a puppy in the face, and being like, ha-ha, and walking away. That's worse than that. That's just, that's just hardcore. Hardcore. Vader matches to that, and he's like, he's just hardcore. He destroys fucking planets. Yeah. Do you know a movie that really did it for me, though, as far as the DC universe goes? Their movie universe? That piece of shit they called Justice League. Mm -hmm. Oh, that movie was fucking horrible. Just when I thought it couldn't get any worse after Batman v Superman. No, it got worse. It got much worse. They could have done so much more with it, too. Oh, for sure. Kept Darkseid in the phases if they would have kept the mother box what it actually is and just followed the guideline that the comic books have laid out for dark side invasion that would have been fine three potentially four movies there you have them getting together it's like a thanos thing demons you know and then after the pair of demons you have dark side second wave which if i am correct is the furies right the furies come in they fuck shit up, and then that's your second movie, you know? You have them fucking stop that. You maybe yeah. pull Steppenwolf, which is the third wave, you know? Pull him into the second movie, and then at the end of that, you bring in Darkseid. There's your third movie. Bam. The that can lead into sequel. four movies, like the Thanos that, thing. Yeah. Because it's a global disturbing event, you could also bring so many other fucking people from that. You could bring Booster Gold out of the temporal, like, fucking uh, time whatever you want to call it, you know, because he travels through time and shit. You could pull him out of the fold. Bruce that. Campbell, by the way, wants to play Booster Gold. Which would be amazing. That. that would be the fucking shit. But point is, the though, shit. they could have done so much more than that. But they destroyed Stephen Wolf's image. They did the Parademons all right, I will admit that. They looked pretty good. The Parademons did look really you know, cool. They, they did. They looked honest. Yeah, but if that's the best thing but you got for that a movie, it. like, that's, that's awful. That's it. They fucked up the mother box. A mother box is not a terraforming device. There is multiple of them, but there is way more than three of them. You know what a mother box is? If you, For you who don't know what a mother box is, a mother box is basically a portal that transports parademons from Apocalypse, where Darkseid lives, his home planet, basically transports them from Apocalypse to Earth or whatever planet they are invading. He sends parademons in first, they plant the fucking mother boxes around, and then when he hits the button, all these portals open, and his army invades. First wave begins, wiping out some parts of fucking society and collecting 
human beings and other organic species in order to freaking harvest them and make more parademons to make his army bigger. Think about this. Thanos was pretty badass with the Infinity Gauntlet. But could you imagine sticking that on an asshole like Darkseid? Oh Holy shit. Thanos. Holy shit. He wouldn't even use money. He'd just Thanos snap his fingers. Like, Thanos was crazy. He has this grand vision of, uh, like, if you're going for the movies anyways, he has this grand vision of making the world or the universe balanced, you know, everybody prosper. In the comic books, he wanted to impress death, you know, so he killed off half of the universe, and she basically laughed at him. It was like, whatever. But point is, though, like, Dark Side? Dark Side just does not care. He has no, no zero shit. He zero fucks given. Because he can. If I am correct, he wasn't allowed to be a new god, so he went on his own and just started conquering yep. planets and being like, hey, you see you? You got some cool technology, bud. Guess what? I want it. I don't have oh, it. Oh, and I'm going to take your people soon. and turn them into my parademons. Yeah. Guess what? My army's dying because I'm invading your planet. You want to be part of my army? Too bad, because now you're a parademon. Fucking... You really want the magnitude of Darkseid and what he's capable of. Read the series from the New 52, Earth 2. Yeah. That is a perfect demonstration of how badass Darkseid actually is. This is a character that can get in a fist fight with Superman and make him bleed. Legit. Yeah. Legit. Like, legitimately bleed. No kryptonite needed. Fuck, Darkseid's Omega Beam sent Batman through time. Literally sent Batman back through time. Yeah, not, to literally like, the beginning. Yeah, not like a few years. But literally to the Stone Age. The beginning of fucking time. How badass is that? To just be like, hey, I'm just gonna shoot you with those beams of laser and you're gonna go back to the Stone Age. Best deal ever. Another good uh, demonstration like, of Dark Side is the cartoon. The animated <laughs> cartoon. Justice League War. Yeah. Where they first form. It's a new version of how their origin, basically, but it's like New 52. Yeah, it's got a wicked fight scene when they all take out Darkseid uh, towards the end of it. It's crazy, though. Yeah. And it just goes yeah. to show you the actual power of this motherfucker. Yeah. He's for sure, like, probably the badass of all badasses, at least on a cosmic level in the DC mm -hmm. universe. For sure. Yeah. If you're wanting to see a movie on how Justice League, like, how the team came together, and, like, you think that the live-action one is the proper way on how they came oh, together... Oh, stop. No, fuck no. No, fuck off. Go, go watch Justice League fucking War or whatever, man. Like, legit, do it. Because that's the way better movie. That's the one they should have done, or that's the one they should have based it off of, because what they did was... Horrible. ...to my eyes. It's offensive to my childhood, and it's offensive to my love towards comic books. And those characters. It's just plain out disgusting. It gave me pink eye. That's how much it hurt my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they created these characters, man. I get they can do what they want with them. But it's like, dude, you need to do better stuff. But you can't just build a character up like that and then just, you know. Now, their animated stuff, DC, is pretty top notch. Oh, oh 100%. They're fucking nailing that shit. Way better than the live action I shit. I love their animated movies. They're phenomenal.
Justice League Dark. That's a Batman great animated Sun. movie. Yeah, Constantine. Constantine's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, Batman and like Son. I can say of all time, but he is definitely one of my favorite. But uh, yeah, Batman and Son, Joker, fucking uh, basically anything with Joker. And if you're watching animated film, he's Under the Red Hood. Batman yeah, Returns. Hood. Yeah, that movie is probably my favorite lot. animated movie. Which one? Batman Returns. Yeah. Oh yeah. He fuck kills the Joker in that movie. Oh yeah, Frank Miller's uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Yeah. Kills the Joker. Doesn't he fucking fight another villain too? Yeah, he fights Two Face as well earlier. Mutant leader. The mutant. Yeah, the mutant, mutant leader is the, the fucking best one. It's in the mud pit news operating table, man. You finished, old man. You don't get it, son. This isn't a mud hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck, oh, yeah. man. That fight was brutal. Breaks both his legs, fucking breaks his arm, dislocates his shoulder, cuts above his eye, breaks his nose, fucking. Oh, yeah, man. That's because bad. That movie is, is also like shit. fucking two and a half hours oh, yeah. long. But it's such a good movie. Drunk at the very end. He like fakes his death. And he has Ollie helping him, one-armed yeah. Ollie. One-armed Ollie is in caves underneath Gotham, relocating with an army of fucking, <coughs> the Batman fucking following, and it's like, like crazy shit, crazy movie. And imagine they turn that into live action. That would be like... Yeah, but they fuck it up. Well, if I believe correct, like the Nolan Brothers... Get the Nolan Brothers to, to do it, man. They, they wanted, wanted to. to at one point. Yeah, but uh, they needed everybody to age in order to do it, which is stupid. Like, like I'm sorry, Johnny Knoxville. He dressed up like an old guy. He looked pretty convincing. I'm sure you can make Christian Bale look... Good old like, Johnny Knoxville. Like he's fucking 70-something. I'm sure you could work something out, Mr. Nolan brothers there you know like jesus it has to be done do it no no actually you mentioned that he's an alcoholic there yeah Yeah. there's one of the scenes in the movie where he's like climbing around the buildings from like those guys that robbed the bank yeah and he like yeah he he barely pulled himself up a rope he's like 70 something years old i just pulled my mic out of my stand i'm now moving my stool that i sit on for the podcast Please keep talking. I'm just narrating um, everything that the haters currently do. Today, I went out to a cool comic book. Sh- well, it's not really a comic book shop. It's a toy store. I can't give you the name, but it's on Ottawa Street. And uh, I got this cool Green Goblin for 12 bucks today, and he's on his glider. It's pretty cool. That's 12 bucks. Damn. Yeah, that's a pretty cool find. Hopefully I can put him back up there, though, fucking him up. There should be a picture of it uh, with the rest of them oh, posted as well. Oh, by the way, there is a picture going online, too. Earlier in the podcast, I said I was fucking around with this beast uh, figurine. Well, we got a pretty good picture of it. I picked up a good long shot today. All you X-Men mutant lovers out there, you know who Longshot is. I got him today. He was kind of a toy rescue. He's uh, he's not really abused, but he's been used. So I consider him a toy rescue. But he's pretty cool, for sure. He even has the, the you know, the 80s long shot look. Early 90s long shot look when uh, he was first introduced. Again, if you're a fanboy of Marvel Comics, you probably know what I'm talking about. Now, what's your favorite comic book 
TV show animated. Animated of all time? Oh, here we go. Speaking of mutants. Uh, recently, I remember saying on a podcast that I have an Android box. Well, on yeah. top of finding a 24-7 Twilight Zone fucking channel, I found X-Men the Animated Series from the 90s, man. And it's 24-7. And it is the shit. I have to say, it, along with Spider-Man the Animated Series, because they go hand in hand. And Batman the Animated Series. By far the three best, the three absolute best, in my opinion, of superhero cartoons ever and they were all saturday oh, no, morning man. cartoons I'm, the x-men were fucking like oh crazy you guys, good you guys are th- not even time, throwing dude. in like this one's so underrated fucking teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah but i could also throw in the come on I could also throw in the original awesome. Spider-Man. I would say Spider-Man. Gadget, man. I don't know if he classifies. He's not. Me, he's not a. To me, he's a superhero. Inspector Gadget. I guess he's a safety. He's a detective like Batman. And honestly, Penny does all the work, and she's fucking. Awesome. Well, if we're gonna do that, yeah, then there's Hercules. Hercules is a superhero. Winner of ancient glory, Hercules. Hercules is an actual character in DC Comics, is he not? He is a Marvel, for sure, confirmed. I have him right there. He's right there. I'm pretty sure you got a picture of him, too. Oh, and I got this cool Bishop today, too, from uh, the Marvel's Infinite series. Yeah, Bishop's cool. He's an underrated character. So right now, I'm all about the mutants right now in my own mind. I like the mutants. But I like to get more. I have an X-Men strike team set still in its package from the mid-90s. I like the mutant universe. It's got Gambit in it, Banshee, Jubilee, Storm, Wolverine. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Stan's message, though, with the mutants. Oh! Like, the war against segregation, man. Like, the mutants. Oh, Stan was brilliant. He used the mutants as a concept. As to kind of try to help people. Ex- you know what he was. You know what the X Men were. Do you know what the X Men were? They were basically like immigrants almost, or like the Jews. They're persecuted for being different or being outcasted. When yeah. a lot of them yeah. were just trying to find their place. That's exactly. what makes the story so goddamn brilliant. And out of that, we got Storm, which I am, if I am correct, was one of the very first. No. Black Oh, yeah. Black freaking uh, superheroes. And I'm pretty sure she was like the first leader. Yeah, yeah. Black leader superhero to have her own team and everything, you know? Yeah, Storm's pretty important. Yeah, she's a very important character. She's right up there with like Spider-Man and everything. Who put Stanley on the map, right? See, the original X-Men was Cyclops, Beast, Marvel Girl, Angel, and Iceman. Angel. There's a character out. Which I also have a figurine of, I might add. Which Pete Jones took a picture of. And, uh, yeah, but the ones that I actually grew up with, though, were the second generation X-Men. Wolverine, Nightcrawler, uh, Sunfire, Storm, Colossus. 
Warpath. Yeah. Uh, yeah, from Giant Size X-Men number one, which at one time in my life I actually had that issue. And, uh, yeah. And that was a great uh, way to bring the X-Men back in because they had gone stagnant and uh, Stan was only doing reprints of it on a monthly basis. And then uh, it was taken over by a new crew and they revived it. But this, the, I think the Spice for the second team like the second incarnation of the team was they were all international wolverine was from canada nightcrawler was from germany uh storm was from africa uh sunfire was from china or japan sorry not china i just thought was kind of interesting how and they were all most of them were unknown the x-men were unknown mutants for at least the uh tv like cartoon show was fucking amazing do you guys remember when they tried to do, like, the Canadian Justice League? What, in the New 52? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the comic books and Did shit. they? Yeah, yeah, man, they tried to do a Canadian Justice League. Yeah, it I didn't work. I Captain Canuck was in it. No. Like, freaking, that would have been great. No, Captain Canuck, Canada, we located Toronto. That's where they were based out of was Toronto. Not a skyscraper. They're in the top of the CN Tower. Yeah, right in the middle, the bottom of it, if I remember correct. No joke. Perfect. They're underneath. No joke. You know, but like, yeah, at one point, like, I never read it. I never picked it up. You know, you weren't missing nothing. Well, like, yeah, I figured as much. I almost picked it up just just because it's Canadian content, you know. But uh, yeah, I just I just remembered that for a quick second. I just I thought it was. Doctor Doom, one of my favorite villains Doctor. of all time. Oh, he's a sadistic fuck. The oh, guy he's has awesome. His own country. The guy literally has his own country. He's a shit. He took over his own country. Not only is he super intellect, he has fucking superpowers. And he's magical. And he's magical. He blends magic and, and then, science, which yeah, is really yeah. interesting to me. Exactly. I was gonna say, and I don't, I don't mean like. Oh, he uses science to manipulate magic. No, he's fucking magical, and he mixes magic with fucking science to make crazy shit. Like, yeah. And he rules his country like a fucking dictator. Well, he yeah. is a dictator, right? Yeah, I was going to say, he's a, he's a real asshole. He's an like oh, original number one asshole. And you could argue that he is the, the original villain, other than Red Skull, because he was basically the really first badass motherfucker isn't he like a that the fantastic four, four had to take yeah. on yeah and the fantastic four a little history on uh timeline for uh stan and his characters the fantastic four was the first book that stan put out superhero book that he wrote and he couldn't believe how it took off so then they wanted more so then came the hulk and the x-men spider-man came a little later people don't understand that spider-man didn't come in until 1962 amazing fantasy number 15 i might add I believe it spider-man was on the back shelf for many many years yes because the, the people who published it thought that there wasn't enough fighting and whatnot and too much story dialogue with but him and his aunt that's what made it famous though that's what made people want to read I know, it. I know. Because Peter Parker was it's what was a normal an entire, teenager. An entire new way of like reading comic books, man. And instead of just one story at a time, you had actual issues being projected. Look it. And then it opened up continuous stories where shit could be reflected on back, you know, and forth. Like freaking, it was an important. It was important. And it took many years. It could have happened many Stopped years Stopped comic earlier. book code. Yeah, in, for in time. in time it did, but they did for two issues. Stan fought them and uh, had the code abolished just so. In 
in the middle of the 60s, he could do a two-book story arc on Harry Osborn fucked up on LSD and pills and shit. But it was the story behind yeah, it. Yeah. And Stan wanted, that was his way of getting out, you know, the drug problem of the day was through Spider-Man. For me, for me personally, Spider-Man is in my top five superheroes of all time, without a doubt. And what you know, the appeal for me, when I was even a kid growing up, Peter Parker and his everyday shit, They'd spend sometimes four or five panels, like pages of panels in that book, just showing you how shitty Peter Parker's actual life was outside Spider-Man. But these were real issues, some of them I was having at the time. I mean, that's a great appeal, you know. Exactly, right? That's what made it popular, and that's what really got it out. That's what made him cool. time to get it off the back shelf, you know, which really sucked. And what a great character. I mean... It's a crazy good concept. You gotta remember though, like, like we're talking about Stan, which is great, you know, Stan the man, but we gotta remember, man, King Kirby was there. Well, and, like, Steve Ditko also. Exactly, let's give a right. shout out to him. Exactly. He was also basically out create Spider Man for yeah. all intent purposes. But, like there was other people there as well. Like people, people. Oh, the King. That Stan, like, was Marvel. Stan... No, he was the face of Marvel. Exactly. Stanley was the face of Marvel. He was the ideas of Marvel. He oh, he had a lot of help. And everything. But really, the only reason Stan Lee really was there permanently was because he plastered his face over everything. He was the guy that made, like, the first leaderboards in the back of the comic books where you could write, you know, something. Oh, yeah, you could write to Stan every month. That was cool. And he'd send it on to somebody else, you know. That was cool. That's what made him good. He went out to the conventions to meet the Oh, yeah, it was very. Marvel, so that way he was there. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying he wasn't important. I love the guy to death, you know. God oh, rest huge soul. importance. But, like, you know. Do you remember what you were doing when you found involved. out? Well, no, I don't actually remember. I, I mean, don't remember either. I was too I was too upset. I do. It's almost as tragic as 9-11 for me. Yeah, it was terrible. I wasn't born during 9-11, but you want to know what I was doing? I was taking a shit scrolling through Facebook. Well, and that's what makes it even worse. But the um, point is, is... I was taking a shit, and I remember looking at it, and then my bowels just emptied, and I felt hollow. I was like, is this real? And then I did research, and I found out he was actually dead. No, that's what happened when I realized Rick and Morty was coming out with the new season. I was taking my morning shit, and I seen You felt hollow? And like, no. no. I felt like like 10 pounds lighter and a lot more joy. I'd shit my, like, (laughs) as soon as I seen this, I just shit my myself like and i was like yeah. oh you weren't even on oh, the toilet like, enjoy no i was on the shitter but it was enjoy i seen it and i seen this video and rick and morty were in this video black screen you probably guys probably seen it like a month ago or whatever but and they were like so like i don't know how to tell you this but uh you know, Morty, maybe you want to tell him. And then Morty's like, oh, you know, I don't know how to tell him. Like, well, you know, we'll just tell him. You know, Rick and Morty's back. And at that moment, I was like, my jaw dropped. And it was like, into the toilet. And I was like, oh, my God, Rick and Morty's coming. Tell you what, Pete Jones. Yeah. When we do an episode about Rick and Morty, and we will. Oh, you're definitely coming You'll be coming back, but this is not the episode. Yeah, I know. I just figured I'd share that because not only is it kind of disturbing and gross but it's also freaking hysterical so fair enough yeah superhero stuff yeah so sticking with stan's world here for a few minutes yeah the x-men is my favorite creation that marvel has ever oh no 
The X-Men and the uh, oh, I don't know, mutant universe. Because there's so many mutants, man. Nightcrawler, Mystique, Dirty. fucking... Those are like, low-level mutants. Like, you want, like, crazy Magneto. mutants. You're, you're looking like level five. You're looking like Apocalypse. Juggernaut. Juggernaut, literally. If you were to launch Juggernaut out of the atmosphere at the moon, you, you could launch him going literally, like, one kilometer an hour. As long as he was picking up at least, like, a little bit of momentum... He'd split the moon in half when he got there. Legit. The moon would be split yeah, he's in crazy. half. That's a guy that can't be stopped by any So is that your favorite? Is that what you're No, no. Not by any means. My favorite mutant power is actually the guy. Uh, I always forget his name. Uh, he's he's uh, the one who can manipulate reality. Oh, Proteus. Yeah, Proteus. Uh, yeah, it's a little he's dangerous. He's cool. So. He's cool. It's not my favorite mutant power, but he's my probably my favorite mutant just because of the complexity of his power and how it drove him insane. How he couldn't concept, you know, or he had no, no reality basically. You know, he didn't know what was real and what was his own making. By the end of it, like it literally drove him insane. And it's so true. It's so true. It would. Unless you kept track of that shit, it would drive you insane. You wouldn't know what's real and what's not. It'd be fucked Especially up. Especially if it affected everybody with no knowledge of it. Like, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know at all. I would have to say my favorite mutant. I'm going off the board here. Because probably people are going to go, what? But my favorite character, mutant character, is probably Rogue. Because I really like her power. It's a crazy power. Power absorption. Yeah, it's dangerous because it fucks her up mentally. But it, potentially, she could take Hulk's power. She could take whatever the yeah. fuck she wants and use it. Do you know how fucking cool that is? is that, really cool. She'd look really scary as Hulk. Yeah, but she'd be really kick-ass. I got, I got one for you. If you were to have to choose a superpower. I mean, this is a classic question, right? If you were to have to choose a superpower to have. Which one would it be? Yeah, which... Which one would it be? Who wants to go first? I'll go first if you want, because I've answered this question so many times in my life. And, like, I put well thought into it, so I'll sit here and explain it. Let's have it. The power to manipulate, absorb, and convert matter and energy. Fuck off. Yeah, man. No, that's more than one power, man. No, that's combined. Fuck you, man. I just heard, like, combined matter. So you basically want to have energy conversion, motherfucker. Yeah, Yeah. basically the power to absorb, convert, and, like, play with energy and matter. You know? Basically, like, for all intents and purposes, you'd be a god. That's such a bullshit answer. That is such a bullshit answer. That's a fucking not a bullshit answer. It's a Fine, fine, fine. Since I'm not allowed to have that. I'm just saying it's a bullshit power. Think about it, though, okay? Everything is matter and energy. No shit! That's why it's a bullshit power. It's a beautiful power. Literally, you can absorb energy to, like, keep yourself. No, because you're not becoming a god. Fucking beautiful. No, you don't want to be a superhero. You want to be a god. Honestly, if I had powers, I'd be chaotic neutral. The world can fucking die for all I care. Fucking. Not me. I'd be pure evil. Fine. I, if I can't go with that, I'd probably go with the master of fucking space and time. So, like, your standard teleportation through space and time. You just have these ridiculous no, answers. that's legit power. Okay, if you can time travel, then teleportation with space and time should be true. Mm. Like, 
Well, think out your superpowers here, guys. I'm not talking no low-level fucking I-can-throw-cards-that-explode-gambit shit. I'm talking, like, fucking superpowers, man. You're educated people. Wow, mine's gonna sound really sad then. No, mine's gonna sound really fucked up. Okay, you doing yours? Yeah. All right. It's pretty simple, and I'm even gonna drag it out like fucking Pete Jones here. Well, fuck you guys, then. Invisibility, and do you know why? So I can be a pervert in a peeping tom and... That's terrible. Whatever. That's terrible, man. You know all this shit you could do with invisibility and get away with? That's really... That's, that's the only I could go and haunt your house and you would legitimately think it was a ghost <laughs> and I'd be laughing my ass off. Yeah, that, that'd be funny. I'd be a prankster to the end. Wear a sheet and everything just, just to be like that. See, I would it's use invisibility so for all the wrong reasons. Fun. But I'll also admit well, like, it. I can say, if, if I could travel through space and time, I'd probably rock Fort Knox when, like, when they first built it. I'd probably, you know, go back to when Jesus Christ was born to see if it was You real. can't. I'd probably go slap Hitler and rip his fucking mustache off, you know, so he didn't ruin a perfect good, luck. good style. Fucking, I'd probably do these certain things and fuck up history or something, but I definitely would be robbing banks or stopping time to grab a pack of smoke. See, you make a good so, point. You know, I would not be, if I had superpowers, I'm telling the world right now, I'm a villain. That's how it is. So if I had, if I had to choose a superpower, it would probably be to manipulate people's dreams. Oh, you'd be like the dream catcher. You're type. savage. You want to know That's why? Like shadow king shit. You want to know why? I would implant thoughts into your head through your dream to kill yourselves. Dirty motherfucker. And you want to know what? Are you guys villains. Because it's my nature. You want to know who I'd attack? I'd attack stupid. Oh, for sure. There's Budman going around, I am the dream catcher. No, no, I would be, I would be your worst nightmare. The I dream bug. And while we're at it, let's you give. Stupid and fat. Kill yourself. <laughs> That's right. Roll yourself down the hill into the wagon. Then roll it off a cliff into, into fire. Here's another thing. Not water. Fire. Here's another thing. While we're talking, but let's give some love out to the comic book villain, shall we? Because without the comic book villain, there wouldn't be any hero. Yeah. There wouldn't be any hero. There'd be no purpose for a hero. What are they gonna have? Stories saving cats out of trees, walking old ladies across the street. As entertaining as that would be, it, it's not very entertaining. <laughs> you know what? How many old ladies did you walk across the street today? Well, John Jones, I walked 34. That's a new record. Yes, you did a very good job today. Okay, are you done being sarcastic? I'm not being sarcastic. Because in the 1950s, that's exactly what the comic book code did. And now to answer your question from earlier, the comic book code sucked fucking big fucking bleep dick. It sucked big toes. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. It was because... because You know you can say black. I just wanted to go beep just because I thought it'd be funny, but you just went fucking ruined it. Yeah. Why are you bringing black into this? Why are you bringing colors into this, man? You gonna you gonna bring orange in this? Red and yellow next? Come on, escalate this. You people. You people. Yeah, I got Don Cherry fired. Aw, oh, don't get me started on that. Yeah, sorry. I know we're focusing on fucking superheroes here, but to me, Don was a superhero. Yeah, superhero of hockey. Yeah, you people. That's right. I said it. You people.
which which okay i just want to say something because we we recently just got a comment on youtube about this yeah yeah, yeah like might as well it's from we it's from it a guy that claims to be morgan freeman <laughs> <laughs> yeah get this shit if, if you are morgan freeman honestly i want a pillow made out of your voice man you oh 100 I, I i could fall asleep to him just just talking random shit anyhow so Morgan Freeman says apparently wow. that we are uneducated racists and racism comes from being uneducated Probably. and supporting Don Cherry is being racist. Now, see Don Cherry, like I don't want to get too off superheroes because I'm not here to talk about Don Cherry. Well, it's too late now. Is, Just though, say it. Point is, Don Cherry, I haven't even watched the fucking clip. From what I hear though, he used his spot in no, I'm, I'm, I don't want to YouTube it either. It, it's all right. But from what I've heard, he used his spot in Hockey Night in Canada to address his own views on, you know, public and shit, like to address his own agenda. Now, I will admit that that is wrong. He should not have done that. His job there is to reflect on hockey. And whoa, 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 whoa. Why is yeah, it wrong? Hold you on. Haven't. No, I haven't seen the clip and whatnot. He shouldn't be using his spot on Hockey Night in Canada to address his own personal opinion on certain things. That's... My You're making it sound that. like he just walked up and was like, no. you people well, no, suck. No, that's he was trying to support that's not what I'm saying. our veterans and like, our I'm soldiers and shit. i Rainbow Poppy either. If, like, like I said, I haven't even watched the clip yet. But what I'm saying is like, it's not no. a platform to be doing his own personal views. He so worded it wrong, but, that's but he's right. That's what I'm getting at, though. He's absolutely fucking right. Because he said a couple of fucking words, though. Because, like... That makes opinion, me racist, so fucking be my it. My opinion of him putting his own personal opinion on Hockey Night in Canada, that's not even the problem of that's what's going on. That's only my opinion. Right? The problem what's going on is, yeah, the you people fucking thing, right? What the fuck? He said, you people, I'm sorry. When the shit did that get offended? Go watch All in the Family. It's too many butthurt bitches. Since when did that mean immigrant? Yeah, stop being a fucking snowflake. Pick your fucking balls up. I'm sorry, but guess what? The world's not a soft fucking place, even if we want to wrap our children in a fucking... Life sucks. Get a helmet. Yeah. I said it earlier. I'm saying it again. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so back to superheroes. Yeah, back to no, no, hold on. Just one second. No. Just one second. Fuck. No, he worded it. Maybe he didn't word it right. But I'll say it again. And then we'll get back on topic. Thanks, Pete Jones. Yeah. But I will say this. No, he is right. I don't care if you're born here or if you come from another fucking country and you come here to live. You know what? On fucking Remembrance Day, wear a goddamn poppy because I don't care if you came from here or not. If you're walking on our soil and you're enjoying our way of life, you know what? There are a lot of people that died, man, to make that happen. Show some fucking respect. You know what? Because I I said something without actually watching the video or the clip first, and I believe in actually educating myself before these things... And I spoke uh, too soon. I will actually, after I'm done recording this, I will watch the video. And then later on, I will actually record a five-minute little segment that I'll get Budman to put on YouTube on a correction on my opinion on what happened to Don Cherry. Because I'm pretty upset about it. Well, as you should be. But anyways, 
I digress now. Back to the subject at hand. But yes, Don Cherry is kind of a Canadian so, superhero. favorite supervillain. Go, Hater. Of what? Well, I'll give you two. All time. Oh, no, I'll give... Okay, okay I'll give one, you three. No, one from that's, each that's universe. Marvel and DC. Okay, like, I'll give you three. I'll give you my favorite Marvel villain, which I already have, Doctor Doom. I love that character. That's a lot of Marvel characters. Yes, I am positive. Although, I could name off probably 20 honorable mentions. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm pretty firm on my stand that Doctor Doom is my favorite. Which is funny, because I wouldn't say I'm an overly huge fan of the Fantastic Four, but I really like Doctor Doom. And Doctor Doom is one of those villains now, where, you know, he's kind of like Deathstroke or Darkseid. He's kind of an everybody villain. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's kind of fucked with everybody in the Marvel Universe at one point or another. He even fucked with Spider-Man, for Christ's sakes. Spider-Man! Yeah. If you're Doctor Doom, why would you mess with Spider-Man? Why would you even know he exists? If I am correct, the entire Marvel Universe literally took him on at one point. Um, Marvel Secret Wars. Yeah. If you see the original comic book... If you ever get a chance to read that original story, Secret Wars, basically a bunch of villains and heroes are taken to a desolate planet by an omnipotent being called the Beyonder, and they fight to the death. That's the rules. Winner gets to go home. Loser, you're dead. But Doctor Doom, of course, has his own agenda as one of the villains that were taken there. And to make a long story short, by the way, this is the same series, Secret Wars, that introduced the black symbiote to spider-man long before it was ever attached to eddie brock but anyways this series at the end of it dr doom basically for a short period of time harnessed the power of the beyonder this and you can imagine from there i don't want to spoil it for anybody but if you haven't uh read the original series yeah press it carefully or pick it up and press it it's on top sorry guys i'm uh explain what you're doing so i look to my right Okay, and I seen this Star Wars thing. It's this Chewbacca. It almost looks like a Funko Pop, but it's not. It's a Mighty Mugs. Not a sponsor. It's from the Evil Corporation. And it had this hole in the top. So naturally, I thought there was a button. So I figured I'd push it. And it's Chewbacca. He's very angry looking. When I push it, oh my god. I wish I had a picture right now. Because, like, he looks so cute. He's like... And he hit... Oh, what? There's, like, four faces on it. No, there's three. Okay, so the first one, he's fucking angry, okay? He's like, I'm gonna rip your goddamn throat out. I'm showing my teeth. You better back off. Then you hit it, and he's like, oh, let's be friends. I got two teeth out, big smile, you know, little puppy nose, fucking puppy eyes. It's all good. And the third face is like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure uh, what you're doing there, bud. Are you, uh, what, what you, what you doing over there? You know, gotcha, gotcha. Stop. What? Oh, there. That's what he's, that's what he's looking at. That's us. Oh. It looks like that's what he's thinking. Okay. You know, he's got, like, his eyes all darted. Don't look at me like that, bud, man. You know this was going to go right. And we will be right back after a bong break. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Okay, so to finish answering your question, by the way, Doctor Doom is my favorite Marvel villain of all time. My favorite DC villain of all time. I'm probably going to have to go with Darkseid just because... He's pretty fucking badass. Now, as far as the last part of that, what who I think is the greatest villain of them all. You know what? Let's do the funny part of the show, the skit, and come back, and then I will uh, give you an answer on the last one. Give me a few minutes to think about that. Rick 
Silverman here. I'm here at a press conference that has been called by Diabolical Dave. Apparently he wants to explain himself after yet another bungled attempt at taking over the world. Oh, wait a minute ladies and gentlemen, somebody's coming up to the podium. Wait, what's that on his shirt? Henchman number 69, oh, oh lord. Introducing Diabolical Dave. Hey, be more enthusiastic, you little Diabolical Dave is now stepping up to the podium. He is wearing his trademark yellow underwear over his pants and his plaid shirt with some kind of weird button could be a symbol on the chest. And of course, his classic helmet, the hockey helmet with the visor as his cape drags down behind him as he walks up to the podium or should I say his quilt comforter with flower patterns on it hello people of this press conference the society that I represent known as the League of Supervillains and now the Equal Rights of Henchman. My organization would like to come to the podium to explain our recent failure. As many of you would already know, our plans were to detonate a molecular bioweapon in the Earth's atmosphere. If this would have succeeded, it would have been intensely amazing and de destroyed all life on Earth. If this would have succeeded, it would have been like immensely freaking amazing for our society. As you know, our last four attempts have not worked because of our crappy henchmen. It is all their fault. That is our final statement about it. That is it. We will clarify that in our attempts when we threaten to raise the Atlantis from the Pacific Ocean, we want to clarify that we did not actually find Atlantis. We thought that we did, but it was false information. And that time we said that we were going to flip the Earth over because it was flat and we thought everybody would fall off. We also realized that the Earth is also round. Uh, we want to apologize for that. Again, the henchmen are feeding us false information. We are going to fire our henchmen, null and void the Union Protocol, and this will no longer happen. We would now like to be taken seriously, and that is it. No more further questions. This has been a message. From your diabolical leader, Diabolical Dave. That was Diabolical Dave's press conference. Back to you. You know what? My favorite supervillain of all time is Diabolical Dave. Yeah, you go Diabolical yeah. Dave. Yeah, he is. Honestly, he might not succeed, but you gotta give him an A for effort. Like, when he said that he was gonna flip the planet upside down, I swear to God, I saw an article saying that he bought a spaceship. So, my, my favorite DC villain has probably gotta be Clayface. Clayface? I know that's like one of those, like, what? There's so many more... I don't know, I just remember watching Clayface when he was on the animated series. That motherfucker gave me nightmares. Ron Perlman did a great job doing the voice of Clayface in that series.
Oh, yeah. Before we uh, go on to the second part of this conversation, because I'm stoned and I'll probably forget by the end, so I'm going to mention it now. Next week, we're going to have all our usual segments, except we're changing up the programming just slightly. Next week, there will be no skit and no rant, because we're just going to go on about random bullshit. We're We're just going to get super stoned and go on random shit. Yeah, it should be fun should be fun so i just wanted to get that out there before i forgot again because like i said i've smoked a lot of grass the Uh, devil's lettuce (laughs) as they said in the 70s Uh, i cut my lawn and i smoked it how high are you (laughs) jesus pete pretty high so 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 good weed good weed what's your favorite super villain what's my favorite super villain I don't know if I have, like, out of all the supervillains that I possibly know, I don't know if I can actually narrow it down to one. Oh, come on, man. Top your head. Top my head. Like, some of my more liked superheroes, anyway, they're supervillains, would be, like, Sinestro from the, you know, Sinestro Corps. He's a Green Lantern villain. He's cool. Because, like, he is trying to bring peace to his planet and the galaxy, but he's doing it through fear instead of will. So it kind of puts... A spin on the whole Green Lantern core thing, but... Pete Jones is a big fan of Green Lantern, by the way. Spudman, I know you're signing me to put the mic close to my face, but it is in my mouth. Like That didn't sound good. I, well, like, legit, it's right out here any closer. Now it's looking better. The thing. That's what she said. Like, it might as well be a fucking burger. But, uh... I really like Darkseid. You know, he's a freaking awesome... Sorry, you can't pick Dark what other Vader's people have already picked. Well, why not? Yeah, why not? I don't know. Okay, here's a question. Your favorite superhero movie. My favorite superhero ever. movie ever. Ever. And you can only ever. pick one. Oh, snap. I'll tell you mine. Okay, yeah, you start. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Just like the first one? No, the second one, man, with Heath Ledger. Yeah. Really? Like, of all time. Of all time. Out of every superhero movie. Out of every superhero movie I've ever seen, yes. You've ever seen? Yes. The best Marvel movie? The best Marvel movie? (laughs) (laughs) With Sylvester Stallone. Is that what you're talking about? (laughs) But, uh. He he played a cop, cops are superheroes. Okay. He was pretty super. They're my superhero. You know, ever seen that Defender? Isn't that what that movie's called? Anyways. The best. (laughs) The best Marvel movie, superhero movie I've seen probably, I'd have to say, in my own mind, is Guardians of the Galaxy. The first one. That prison breakout scene is absolutely movie magic for me for me it's i've got just two no you can't have two can i have one fine then we'll call one an honorable mention yeah yeah you can do that honorable mention like i did honorable mention but you can only pick uh, one the watchman the watchman is excellent and uh the dark knight returns the animated version wow that can even be put in a separate category i'll say with you there if you want to go dc animated i will actually say Believe it or not, I'm not going to go The Dark Knight Returns, although that was a fantastic adaptation. I'm actually going to go with Justice League Dark. You should really see this movie. It's a fantastic movie. And, of course, Batman, yes, is in it. Yeah, he's he's pretty... 
he's pretty comical throughout it actually like even for Batman as much as Batman can be because like he's Batman he doesn't believe in magic but of course he's paired with like Etrigan who is you know Jason's blood but he turns into Etrigan the, the demon, demon who you rhymes know, Constantine <laughs> who's a magic user he's a powerful warlock a and the star of the show the house of mystery yeah and the house of mystery it's probably one of my <coughs> favorite movies actually justice league dark just because i'm a heavy constantine fan and oh it's just it's just really done really well it was done fantastically to be honest i can't really say i have a favorite marvel uh animated movie just because i've seen a lot of them although i will say this the last spider-man movie that came out the animated one was pretty cool spider-verse you know into the spider-verse It was pretty. It cool, was pretty cool. I liked the concept. It, it was, was a pretty lot cool. Better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, man. I thought it was good. You saw that movie, right? Oh yeah, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, it must have been pretty good. It was pretty good. It was really good in theaters. Especially no, I in 3D. It. I liked it. It was good. Even the the last two live action Spider Man movies have been pretty cool too. Homecoming and Far Away from Home. Yeah. Which I finally saw. I think. Monday I watch that. Far away from. I uh, know a couple right. weeks ago I watched yeah. it. Far from home's alright with Mysterio and everything. But it's you just know, more of a wrap up movie. And stuff. Yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, well they really tried to push uh, Spider Man into the new Iron Man, you know, and like they are succeeding and everything, but again at the same time, you know, Sony was taking their rights and everything for Spider Man stuff because Marvel's making too much fucking money off it and all this controversy and crap. So, like, who who knows if that's even their plan anymore? I have no idea what's going on there. Do you know what's interesting, though? You want to talk about Marvel for a minute? Yeah. Their next phase of movies? I find some of them very interesting, and some of them I'm like, oh, I don't know. And I, I'm always paranoid because Disney's involved. Yeah, well, it's Disney, right? Can't trust anything those guys do. They live in their magical castle with their giant mouse with flappy ears, but you know what? Behind that castle is a magnet. And they power the world. Like, for an example, I think I'm going to lose my shit if they go ahead and introduce the Fantastic Four in the next phase. Because if they do, they got to have Dr. Doom and for God's sakes, please, can we finally get that character right? I want to see a true Dr. Doom. Like, yeah malevolent fucking asshole dr doom the one that i fell in love with yeah like the guy's brutal like that that a fantastic four movie does not do him any justice no like he is he's an asshole in it for sure but he's not a brutal dictating dick like he might as well be kim jong-un but magical and with you know the ability to shit you know Okay, I have to do it, Pete Jones. I've been avoiding this for as long as possible, but I can't anymore. Since we brought up a member of the evil empire, Disney, Star Wars. I know this is a subject that is, well, was dear and near to you. I've learned a few new things about Star Wars and what they're trying to do recently. And actually, it'd be pretty cool if they pull it off. You know, like they're they're trying to pull a lot of stuff from the extended universe, which if you haven't read the books or watched the Clone Wars or anything like that, you won't know about like Jedi relics or the Knights of Ren or how like freaking uh, Darth Maul was able to survive or how Lord Sidious might be brought back from the dead using uh, Sith relics and stuff, right? 
that imbued the consciousness of a Sith Lord. It's how um, uh, Palpatine's master was able to cheat death, right? Uh, Plagueis, I believe it was. No, the last Star Wars movie I watched, Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One was pretty good, actually. I will say that. So Han Solo. That was the last one I watched. Either. There was a lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people thought it was an unnecessary movie, but you know what? I, I didn't mind it. it. Ever By the since way, I was a kid. I wanted a Han Solo movie. There was so much about that character that they didn't explore, and I get that that George Lucas wanted to keep a lot of the mystery there, just like he does with Yoda, you know, because like he's literally stopped people from exploring Yoda's home planet, stopped people from exploring Yoda's history in general, right? Like of his species and everything, because they're incredible, you know, his species. But point is though, is like Han Solo, freaking. Uh, they explained a lot of the stuff about him, and people didn't like that. But personally, I love that. I was waiting for it. They explained him doing the castle run in, like, 12 parsecs or whatever it was. You know, they they showed a bunch of different shit. It, and it was really cool. Just want to put it out there since we started on, well, you started on about Han Solo. May he rest in peace, Peter Mayhew, who was Chewbacca. He just passed away not that long ago, so... Yeah. Never do the original Chewbacca movie. I believe that uh, the the first solo movie was the last time he played Chewbacca on screen. That's saddening. My eyes only for a moment, and a moment's gone. A little old school for you there. Which, by the way, that's a really funny part in that movie. You're my boy, Blue! Sorry, get off topic. Boy, but... boy. Yeah. Well, we're getting the wrapping up thing, so I'll let you guys do your wrap up. All I want to say, though, is that Marvel is great. Comic books are life. Superheroes are so influential. And Star Wars is going down the shitter. But why is it going in the shitter, though? We don't have enough time for that. Well, come on, quickly. Just give me a few bullet well, points. Their stories don't really make any sense. They're trying to pull so much shit from the extended universe into one story. And it just doesn't make sense because they're not explaining it. Their characters are lacking in a lot of shit. There's a lot of foreshadowing crap. But, they're again, they're not explaining any of it or anything leading towards that foreshadow there. Did you see Yoda, too? Yeah, and like Yoda... Like, it's terrible what they've done to Yoda, man. I just don't like the way they're going with them. You know, the characters, the kind of shit. They make fun of the Jedi Order. You know, like, it'd be cool. That'd be punishable like, by death. There's a lot of cool things they're doing with the, sh with the movies. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure people love them and everything. They're visually stunning. But I just personally, I don't like what they're doing with them. I When, when they first originally announced they were doing the next three movies... I've read the uh, the books that are directly after the movies, the next three, and this is nothing, nothing like them at all, at all. Look, from what I've heard, I haven't seen the movie, but who cares? I have no interest in seeing it, but to my understanding, too, how Luke went out was pretty lame as well. Oh, it's fucking retarded, man. Like, it was cool. He's it's Luke Skywalker. His force, like, ability... He used the force, you know, he projected his consciousness that far, he stood up Kylo Ren about time for the rebels, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? It was bullshit. They should have had him going out fighting. Bullshit! had him there in a lightsaber battle to the fucking death, like cut in half like his master. Yeah, man. Something. 
something. Bodman, who's your favorite Star Wars character? Quickly. Darth Vader. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, Darth Vader's yeah, pretty cool. Okay, what about you? Oh, you gotta have one. Come on, Pete Jones. I give do. me a break. I've, I've recently been doing a lot of research on uh, Star Wars and Sith Lord. And, like, mainly the Mandalorian Wars. And I can't currently remember the Sith Lord's name, but... That series just started, right? Oh, uh, yeah, there's only, like, two episodes. I haven't uh, watched the show that just started, revolving around Jango Fett, I believe it is. Yeah, I think but, so. But uh, the Mandalorian Wars was also covered quite a bit in... Uh, the Clone Wars, the Nickelodeon show. It's rebooting as well. Yeah, apparently, it was a really good show. Okay, so who's your favorite? Uh, so, like I said, I can't remember his name right now, but he was fucking mentioned in a video that I was watching. And basically, he was a Sith Lord. And he just killed shit at a young age and conquered planets. And his ability, he literally could drain the energy and life out of a planet. And he used this to keep him alive so everything on that planet would die. He got so immensely powerful that at one point he contained his power to the robes and his mask because his body could not contain it. What? Yeah, he just would walk around. Can you look this motherfucker up quickly, bud, man? If I am correct, he was also the motherfucker that uh, came up with the rule of two. If I am correct, I might be wrong on that one, though. That might be another guy, but... Oh, I need to check yeah. this out now, cause he's a cool dude, man. Fucking, uh, I'll get uh, Larry to send you the video. Alright. Yeah, he's been researching this with me. Yeah, well, I just want to figure out the Sith Lord you're talking about. Yeah, he's really cool. Either that or Plagueis. Plagueis was a really cool one too. He was one of the first. Well, not really one of the first, but he was a powerful Sith Lord. He was special in like manipulating metachlorians and stuff that's kind of like snoke that's why people say oh wait bud man bud. has something maybe is that the dude that you're talking about yeah it's like lord bite page or something i don't know the description here said lord something <laughs> sacrificed millions stealing the life force to make himself immortal their deaths also made him stronger than any sith who had come before dirty motherfucker her, and he ceased to be known as Lord Bitehate. That's probably not how to say his fucking name, but... We get the idea that it actually exists. You're not making it up. It might be someone else. Come on. Hold on, bud, man. I'm stealing your technical equipment. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Black robes, white mask. Looks like something from freaking Van Helsing from Netflix. Yeah, man. Same. Like the guy looks like, looks like the Grim Reaper with a freaking lightsaber. That's crazy. You know, like he's intense. And like I said, it's either him or Plagueis, because Plagueis taught Darth Sidious how to manipulate metachlorians in your system, taught him how to prevent, prevent himself from dying by making relics and crap. And like that's why a lot of people think that Snoke was either Plagueis or Sidious, right? Because like, honestly, Plagueis and Snoke look a lot alike. They both got giant fucking heads, just Snoke's a lot lizard and gecko more looking, you know? Right. Yeah, paler skin, that kind of crap. Looks like he's older. And as we know, the Force can keep people alive. I have two favorites. I can't decide between them, so I just take take it as a tie. And they're two characters that are completely different from each other. R2-D2. No, I'm bouncing Star Wars character. Oh. I thought we were just going Sith. No, your favorite Star Wars character. Oh, 
Plagueis looks fucked uh, up. You know that guy from like that screaming photo? Like yeah. the guy like yeah. screaming? He looks yeah. like that guy. He's actually in the film. I do believe so, right? Uh, there's in the scene where like Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi come up the elevator, you know, Jar Jar Binks meets him there. I'm pretty sure he's in that room having like wine with Palpatine. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the only time you see him because he, he was like in disguise, you know, he was like like Palpatine where he put a smile on him. I'm like, going to have to go back and watch nice. those. Like, this Sith Lord was known for pretending to be nice because he ran a secret order of Sith Lords. Right. No, that was it's like bit, Little Red Riding that, Hood that and the Big Bad Wolf, right? Yeah, he was... It wasn't Plagueis who ran the secret order of Sith Lords. By that time, the rule of two but was already there. But my other guy is Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul was bad. Yeah, was man. Nuts. Crazy. His lightsaber's fucking nuts. Like, he survived being split in half off of pure hatred for Obi-Wan. Hate, 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 hate. He built himself... That guy's a hater. Legs, man. For sure. Robot lags because he's on a trash planet. Yeah, like, really, bud, man. Really, I didn't know, know Spotify had a time. Calm it down, does. man. It does, but we calculated out to about two and a half hours. Well, what time are we at? Stop right. fucking hitting your fucking mic off Early your face. You wanted me to eat it. Look, now we got. We probably got safe time of about 15 minutes. Yeah. Won't take long Point to wrap it up, so. Relax for a few minutes. There's a lot of good shit going on in Star Wars right now. That's that's the point. You know, like, they're bringing shit in from the extended universe. So honestly, once this new movie comes out, there's no way in hell I'm going to see, the, see it in theaters. I went and saw the other two. They were total fucking letdowns, a waste of money. But in saying that, though, uh, I will probably end up re-watching the movies to get all this little hidden shit. No, I'm going to have you back on just for a fucking Star Wars podcast one time. Because you are a walking encyclopedia. I know a guy who is a walking encyclopedia. I fucking work with him. He's like one of those guys where if you, like, pronounce someone's name wrong or, like, say, like, she isn't Chewbacca's home planet and fucking he'd lose his mind and probably wouldn't talk. Okay, so... It's hardcore. So... So, folks, here's the deal. We got about 10 minutes left of I, I call safe recording time before we start uh, getting to our limit here. So, I want to talk briefly because I want to touch on it and this will make Budman happy. Although he's not happy with me at the moment. He'll probably take it out, but if he doesn't, that bleep you just heard was my fucking phone and now he's upset. Damn right. <laughs> we all put our shit on silence, or you just can't for some reason, hater. My shit's not on silence, but my ringtone's awesome. So, anyways... You're I'm... just not as popular, so it doesn't matter. My fucking face. Don't need to be popular. Ooh! Sorry. Burn! Continue. I am popular. Your face isn't popular. I am professional. You're fired. Yeah. That's how it went down. Fired. You know, yeah, if you watch a movie waiting, which is another great movie. But anyways, I want to touch on it. There is... A movie coming out with Vin Diesel called Bloodshot. It is the beginning of the Valiant movement. I'm telling you right now. When this movie comes out of it's done properly. Valiant is going to explode. And it's a great universe. And I have taken in some of the stories of the Valiant universe. Old and new. So is Budman. I will tell you this. It's an amazing universe. You should go back. If you want to explore Valiant, one way to do it is to go back and their most recent Shadow Man series. 
from like 2016 or whatever. That was an amazing fucking yeah. Internal Warrior, Exo Man of War. And they plan on making a lot of these movies. I feel like you guys are just reading books off the walls. <laughs> no, but Exo Man of War, uh, Archer and Armstrong. Apparently, there's a yeah. TV show. That is being developed Steampunk for that. Steampunk isn't horrible, but it's not my cup of tea. I'm really looking forward to the Bloodshot. I never got to read the comic book because I never well, got my hands on it. The kind of idea is Bloodshot will be followed by Shadow Man, which is better be damn good because he's like probably my favorite Valiant character. And then there's a Ninjack that's apparently in development after that. And then they're probably going to do Eternal Warrior, which leads into Exo, the big... Yeah. You know, Ninjax would be cool. From my understanding, he's kind of like Jax from uh, Mortal Kombat, right? No, no, he's... no. He's more like Spider-Man mixed was a ninja, a but doesn't have any of his powers. Was just a ninja with that kind of an attitude. Yeah, he likes to talk. For a ninja, he's not very quiet. No. Okay, so I had that character all wrong. He does have like a robot arm and eye. No. No. And I'm thinking of maybe the wrong character? You're no, he, just, of... he was just spoiled as a little brat. He was a kid. And then... Actually, no. No, he was beaten in front of his butler when he was a kid. Because his butler was in charge to look after him when his parents were gone. And he was beaten and trained to be a ninja by his butler. Alfred, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I really mean Alfred. Yeah. But they have some great characters and some great potential stories like i'm looking forward to bloodshot and if it's good and i hope it is because it can lead into introducing the world to a crazy good universe in its own right it's a lot smaller than marvel and dc but most of their characters are tight and they all intermingle beautifully together and exo man of war he is a crazy story in itself like a crazy story. And we're both fans of Exo oh, yeah. Man of War. Well, just think, it'll be easier to get memorabilia now. I can't wait for fucking figures to start coming out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That's on my fucking hit list for sure in the future. So I hope that the Valiant fucking, uh, they do well. I just wanted to touch base on them just from a comic book standpoint because more people should check it out in my opinion so i'm not gonna really do a rant here this is more like a you know when you watch jerry springer and he does his little wrap up at the end and he talks about the day's events and any problems or solutions that can be made from his made up bullshit because we all know jerry springer is you know made up bullshit now but hey that's why he's on it like 4 a.m on public uh television now but anyways you know there's the age-old question marvel versus dc i don't think it should really be a versus thing you know what i look at it this way we had some stimulating conversation we got to nerd out in this episode and it's all good man you can't go wrong go with marvel marvel has some great characters hulk who the fuck doesn't like the hulk who wishes they couldn't fucking get big and green and just rage the fuck out like hulk come on but still somehow managed to keep a, just enough humanity that even though he's a big ass green monster he still doesn't cross the line hater i'm just gonna interject here if you had the power to become the hulk it'd be apocalyptical well that's because it's me we'd all be fucked 
And then, of course, we're Canadian here at this podcast, and we couldn't, you know, mention about uh, Wolverine. We couldn't get through this podcast without mentioning Wolverine. We are in Canada. But there is no wrong choice here. You can go... DC has some great uh, characters too. Really, it just comes down to you should just embrace it all because it's all good and it's all cool. So, I'd like to thank Pete Jones for coming in today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. I always love coming down to the studio. Soon we're going to have another segment of what will our intern do for Grandma Weed. We're working on something now, right Pete? Yeah, I was thinking of uh, something along the lines of finding an office building and going floor to floor and uh like obviously using an elevator so basically like once i step out of the elevator i have to find the furthest possible outer wall so like if i'm on one side of the building i'd have to find the opposite side of the building go touch that wall take some sort of proof that i touched that wall on that floor you know and then uh go to the next floor going to give visual proof and put it on youtube yeah so it'll probably be youtube 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 to YouTube! Alrighty, sir. As we say at the end of every podcast, are you ready? We're on. Are we on? Are we on? Hey, hey, Budman. I'd say it's the hater, but hello. You're looking right at me. So, you know what? I don't fucking listen to nothing sacred because I fucking do them. But I guess there are other motherfuckers, at least I've heard, that want to hear our shit. So tell me, how in the fuck can they listen to us? Well, if they want to leave comments for Dr. J's, our relationship expert, they can leave it on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And they can even go to our website, nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com. It's a simple site. It's easy to get to. And then, if you think our some of our segments, like five fun facts about fun and do you have something that you want to learn They're five awesome. that you want to learn five new fun facts about let us know through facebook instagram twitter youtube and our website and and if you look at the news and you see something that you're like that's just blatantly stupid let us know we'll produce it in common sense or lack of and don't forget to check out youtube for our extra content such as rants that can't wait and clips and other things and as always yeah!